good morning, and please let me introduce a friend who I've known for a, a couple of years now, an important person in the community. Um, and I would have had him on here on Contact for Cumulus Toledo, whether or not all this was going on anyway, because he has a really cool thing going on that's had to have uh, a small adjustment because of the pandemic anyway. But please let me introduce, um, and please let if I get any of this wrong, correct me. Uh, Amani Latif, founder, creator, man in charge, mastermind of Peep Game Comics. Hi, Amani. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, good to have you on. We'll start with with what is Peep Game Comics. Uh, first, thanks for having me on. Um, Peep, Game, Peep Game Comics is a website dedicated to African-American comic book creators. Um, so right now we're carrying uh, several different uh, comic book creators of, across the country and um, some from the African uh, continent. And uh, go ahead. I was just going to say I, say that I met you a couple of years ago or came across you a couple of years ago because you had a great event at the mm-hmm. library where you brought in some people, uh, some of these African-American creators from all over. It was a great event. And some of these characters that I learned about there and from, from going to the website and seeing more, they're interesting, like Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer. Yep, yep. <laughs> Tell me about her and some of some of the other characters that people might be able to uh, check out by grabbing some of these digital comics. Um, so yeah, Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer is basically the name says it all. Yeah, uh, it basically reimagines her as a almost like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, fighting fighting basically evil uh, slave catchers. Uh, Swag Patrol. A Swag Patrol is like a uh, all ages comic, uh, um, but it's really fun. It's uh, basically a title for all ages. How about Mega Woman? Mega Woman, uh, basically, it is a imagine. It's like a reimagining of Wonder Woman. Okay. So it has some of the same Greek uh, background to it, but has a has a twist. Um, and Imani, Imani Latif is on with us, uh, creator of Peep Game Comics, which is, as many people may be looking for right now or hoping to be looking for, um, uh, a local black business here in Toledo. And a, and a very cool event that Imani uh, does. We'll talk more about that shortly. But I think um, even you, as someone who does all this, we get stuck in the DC and Marvel world with all the familiar superheroes. But... As you just illustrated, there's a lot of other great characters that people of all ages can get into, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, there's been a lot of talk about with all the um, upheaval with uh, comic book distribution. Um, a lot of indies have been trying to get their work into the, basically into the mainstream now, into the distribution uh, channels. But uh, I like the fact that we've uh, maintained, you know, this with our digital platform, been able to, you know, basically keep the ball rolling in spite of, you know, the pandemic and stuff. Yeah. Um, how did uh, how did you get into how did you get into comics when you were younger? Oh, uh, I lived down the street from a comic book shop. I used to live on Jackman, mm-hmm. Upper Jackman. Uh, so I was literally a bike rider away from my shop. So. I was practically there almost every weekend. Tell me, so. give give me some of the experiences of maybe like trying to, like we all were with kids, trying to save up a couple of bucks and then so excited to, to get in there and like the last penny went towards this. Give me one of those stories, something that you remember from back then. 
It was weird because uh, I was reading a lot of X-Men and the, the typical stuff, but also I was constantly digging in the, the dollar bins. Mm-hmm. So you could get a lot of crazy stuff out of there. Um, but it was like, especially in the 90s, um, Dark Horse and there's a lot of other uh, independent publishers mm-hmm. that were just putting out some really crazy stuff. So it wasn't just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was also... Um, what was the name of that book? Adolescent uh, radioactive hamsters. Okay. <laughs> there was there was these. It was this uh, Boris the Bear. It was just all these crazy, uh, this uh, analog books that I would just I would pick them up too. It's like I would gravitate towards the art, uh, some of the crazy storylines and stuff like that. Um, how old were you? What might have been the year? The time? Because I know that I certainly felt this. I was never bashful being uh, about being a nerd or anything like that. And I know you've got a, a term on the site, blurred, black nerd. But when did you feel that um, nerd culture, comic book culture, superhero culture had really penetrated through and become pop culture? When did you feel comfortable being a nerd? Comfortable with it? Yeah. Uh, uh, that's a good one. Comfortable with it. I don't know if I've ever been really comfortable with it until I was much older, until I was an adult. Yeah. But even then, it wasn't it wasn't super cool. It was just weird. It's like uh, I don't know. It's been, I've always had this uh, weird relationship with it because, like for instance, uh, well, as an adult, like when I would have you know spend that extra change on comic books, I always felt guilty. Like, well, this money should could go to something else you know what i mean like a bill or something <laughs> so it's like now it was, it was like as an adult it was a guilty pleasure you yeah. know yeah. um i don't have any i don't have any real vices I, I don't drink or smoke or anything like that so this ended up being my vice so it was, it's always been interesting like to go into a comic book shop and buy a few books um i've never been a collector that had a pull list or anything like that but uh that's how my relationship with comics has been as an adult, but it's been different now, um, especially as a business person, you know, seeing how uh, basically I'm plugged into the community of, you know, comic book uh, collectors and creators and nerds, so to speak. And now it's sort of like, you know, it's, it's a part of pop culture overall. Yeah. Like you don't have to, uh, feel any kind of shame or you're like you're a, you're a no. dork or something else or like right, uh, right. you you're, you're afraid to talk to whatever sex you're interested in when you're walking into the comic shop it, it's <laughs> it's a place where people want to go of all kinds now and you know we can thank the big tent poles of like Marvel and DC for that but as you've mentioned there's a lot of other great characters out there and they're they're often um, a lot cheaper than buying than buying those like you said you fell in love with a lot of things in the, in the dollar box mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell, and, um Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, Imani Latif from Peep Game Comics, and, and we haven't gotten to the big reveal here yet. A great program that um, got shuttered by the pandemic. We'll get to that shortly. But how and when uh, did Peep Game Comics? How and when did you did you create this? How'd you come up with the name? What was the inspiration? Um, it was about six years ago. Um, the inspiration was basically uh, I was taking a lot of walks. I used to live down the street from a park, and um, I was into a lot of audio books and things like that. And mm-hmm. um, one of the books I was I was reading happened to be 
a book called um, Our Black Year. And um, it was basically this woman out of Chicago. She had dedicated her, her and her family had dedicated themselves to supporting black businesses in her community for a year, 365 days. Mm -hmm. Um, So all of her food, uh, grocery items, services, she was, you know, trying to, you know, darn this to support black businesses and all of that. And um, I was inspired by that. And I was, and I was thinking how um, I could do that with, with books or comic books. Um, every Wednesday, you know, I'm, I'm going to a shop or buying the books online. Every Wednesday, I could look for a black-owned comic book and purchase a book, right? Mm-hmm. And I could do that, you know, fifty some, fifty-four weeks out of the year. I should be able to support one black, you know, comic book every year, every, for a week every year. And um, but but when I started to go online and look for these books. There weren't a lot of really trustworthy sites to pick up those books. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the indie world is sort of like this. It was touch and go as to whether or not that book was available. Um, a lot of it at the time, this is like six years ago, a lot of those books weren't even available on Comixology. Mm-hmm. Um, oddly enough, even Milestone isn't available on, on Comixology. Um so like that catalog is pretty much in the wind. Like I can, <clears throat> it's hard to find a lot of those books even in print. So um, I created this business so I could bring those indie uh, creators and their work into one space. And so the first goal was to have, you know, basically 50, 54 or 52 books. So any comic book reader that wanted to uh, support a black owned comic book they could do that every week, every, you know, new comic book day. Um, so that was basically the, how it all started. Peep Game Comics, and that's that's with an X. Uh, just give yep. that a Google and look that up and check out the website. What's it, before, I, I keep teasing this big thing because I'm very excited about it, and I... I the, I'm so proud that it's it's been built so well for you. Put so much effort into it, and we will get to it. But last question before that: What's it like when? How does it work when you reach out to uh, a black creator or artist and say, "Hey, this is me. I'd love to have you on my website." How does how does something like that work if that happens at all? Um, right now, we have two platforms, uh, and a lot of it is what's happening now is a lot of creators are reaching out to me. It used when I first started. I have my cousin out of um, Columbus, Victor Dandridge. He vetted me with a lot of creators. <clears throat> so that's how I got my first crop of uh, books. But now people are asking to be on the platform and reaching out to me directly. So now we have two two setups. Um, if you want to um, submit your book for free, you can go to the website and submit a book. Um, you can basically... Um, we create a uh, vendor account for you and you upload your book and um, we take a commission off of every sale. Um, also, we have another uh, tier, so to speak, where um, vendors pay $36 a year and they get basically 100% of their their revenue uh, from each sale or close to 100%, like 97. We take a, only a couple of pennies for PayPal fees. So that's how, those are two levels right now for vendors on the website. Awesome. Peep Game Comics, Amani Latif, 
Um, and now let's talk about something that I think has a waiting list or unless you sign up early, you're going to miss out. You have something really cool that's been going on well, up until all this um, uh, going on at Art Supply Depot. Tell me all about it if you could. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I've been really excited about lately, yeah. uh, teaching comic book classes. Um, so I've been doing that for the last year and a half or so. At the art supply depot. Yeah, I and I remember you posting about it, and I I was still living downtown at the time, and I think I might have just been uh, sleeping in because they would usually happen Saturday mornings. Yeah, it was happening Saturday mornings. Um, last year, I actually did a camp where we um, I was there for a week um, from eleven to eleven to two, I believe it was. Um, so basically, that's the, what's coming up now is our, our summer camp. Um, go ahead. How have you? So, th- so this thing got so popular where I'd see that like you couldn't get in unless you signed up pretty quickly via Facebook or wherever else. It's mm-hmm. such a cool thing, and it goes back to what I think we talked about: how superhero culture, comic book culture is pop culture. Um, Halloween, there's nothing but superheroes, right. whether it's boys or girls. And you know, I've always seen in in bookstores, libraries. Here's how to draw. Co- here's how Stanley teaches how to draw comics, and you're doing this here locally there how have you adapted if at all and what happens moving forward with all this pandemic because obviously everything's been closed the craziest so it's been weird so (laughs) before the pandemic i was pretty much talking to almost every art institution about doing something in comics so Mm -hmm. i was talking to the art museum i was talking to art depot about our camps i was talking to um to the public schools, a classroom in the public schools. I was, um, so all these different areas, I was planning to do some type of work with um, the Art Commission. And um, of course, as soon as the pandemic hit, all that stuff gets canceled, right? Wiped off the calendar. Yeah. And um, now, and, you know, crazy enough, I actually got sick myself. So I actually had to be in the hospital for for a week or so um, and recovering from COVID. So when I came out um, of that situation, it was a weird, it was a weird feeling. I actually was inspired by all this. I had like kind of had, you know, time on my hands. I was quarantined and all this kind of stuff. So I started reaching out to all those programs and basically um, suggesting to them that I could still do do their workshops and their their classes, you know, virtually. And pretty much every single one of them responded, you know, resoundingly yes. So that has been my experience. So now I'm sort of like reinvesting um, with a lot of tools and stuff like that so I can do, you know, virtual classes right now. Excellent. Yeah, because I, I know I'm so happy and so proud that the program uh, teaching the kids how to draw comics has been an incredible project for you. Um, I guess, at least from my perspective, in some ways it's almost overshadowed the comics themselves because this thing has gotten so popular. And, and again, I'm, I'm so happy that it's happened. Uh, Amani Latif, Peep Game Comics, please go check out the website uh, on the Facebook page as well. It's Comics with an X. Um, any idea what would be uh, when some of these uh, virtual classes will happen or when things get up and going? Uh, you'll get back to it with the kids or anybody? Or is this all just kind of wait and see right now? No, no. All the dates are coming in. Um, so if you go to June Bugs World, that's where I, I 
that's my website for the classes. Okay. That's spelled J O O N Bugs World dot com. Okay. You'll um you'll one of the first classes you'll see is the summer camp that's coming up towards the end of June. There's still a couple of seats available for that class. Um, there's another class or summer camp in July that you can register for also all at the art supply depot. Excellent. Um, but pretty soon here, I'll be a part of the, um, the art commission's art walk. Um, they're doing that virtually this year. So I'll be, um, participating in that virtually. You're, um, you're, you're everywhere. You're everywhere now. This is yeah, awesome. Yeah. I love this. Uh, peep game comics. Uh, Amani Latif, thanks for taking some time. Um, like I said, I would have had you on regardless of all the things that are going on right now because of uh, the, the Art Supply Devo project is such a cool thing. Um, and I love it for our community. And this is all about a community show. But obviously, there is another, there is a color component to this. Um, I'd like to ask you, and sorry to put you on the spot. Um, are you there? Mm-hmm. Um, We've obviously talked about Peep Game for quite a while now. Can I ask you uh, to shout out a couple of black businesses that you would suggest people support or that you support? Because I know that's a hot thing for a lot of people right now. They want to know where these places are at, and they're really under our noses here in Toledo. Oh, okay. So first I would suggest, um, of course, my wife, the kitchen salon. She's looking to be opening up her salon back up pretty soon. So Megan Davis... Um, or Yasu on uh, Facebook. Um, we can check our website at thekitchensalon.com. Her salon's going to be open up pretty soon. Okay. Um, and she has natural hair care products. Um, Amber Sean Miller, Amber Miller, uh, or a bird's eye view. Uh, she's an awesome photographer. Uh, we've used her before. So that's another great uh, black owned business. Hotbox downtown, Hotbox Bistro. I just saw them on the news today. You gotta go to Hotbox Bistro. Um, Keitha Shears, she's she's an awesome chef. I speak for her all the time because you know working downtown. Um, who else? Uh, let's see here. Those are my some of my favorites. Those work. Always good to shout out the sure. wife too. And your wife is extremely oh, yeah. beautiful. I love her pictures that she posts all over online. And yep. uh did how old is your daughter? Which one? Oh, I didn't well, the one I think that that I follow and she follows me on, on Instagram. So you got a good family. Oh, good stuff. Oh, that probably well, I don't know who that would be then. <laughs> It'd be either to uh to marry Jasmine or Rose. And a busy dad as well. Amani, uh, yeah. good good to catch up. Amani Latif, Peep Game Comics. That's with an X. That's P-E-E-P. Give that a look. Uh, obviously, I, I'm happy to share on all the social channels. Thanks. I'm glad you're all better. And uh, continue to stay safe in this uh, in this weird year of 2020 we're living in. And we'll look for the uh, for the summer camps coming up soon. Yep. And uh, uh, please visit also uh, June Bugs World. J-O-O-N Bugs World. Um, and also the Zoom Buzz World on all social media too.